0: You're listening to True Story, a night of true tales told to friends. As we announced in the previous episode, we are about to release a game. A storytelling game where you and your friends can get together to share true stories from your own lives. It's like the storytelling experience you have on the podcast, but in your own living room, so that you become the storyteller. We are super excited about this game, and we know that a lot of you are excited too. It's been great to hear from you on social media in the last couple weeks. What we don't know at this point is how big the excitement can get. How many people want to play this game that teaches you to become a great storyteller? Hundreds? Thousands? Tens of thousands? We'll make it as big of a splash as the splash wants to be. And we're going to do that on Kickstarter, where you can pre-order the game. The way Kickstarter works, getting support on day one can make or break a campaign. So if you want to help us build a giant enchilada of excitement, please support our project on launch day, May 14th. We made a website where you can sign up for a reminder email. TrueStoryGame.com Story Story time now. The following story came to us from our friends in San Francisco, California at an event where the theme was puberty.
1: This story takes place two years ago in South America. kind of starts in a grocery store in Santiago where my boyfriend told me he wanted to be in an open relationship while I kept traveling and he went home to the U.S., And I was really hurt. Like, I felt sad. He's, like, needing to experience other people. And I was just like, but why? Like, he was my first real boyfriend, the first person I'd ever had sex with, and at that time, the only person I'd ever had sex with. So I took it kind of hard, I guess. But um, we bought a carton of ice cream and ate it together, so it was okay. (laughs) And then he left, and I went from Santiago back to Buenos Aires in Argentina. And... That was when second puberty set in. So like first puberty had pretty much passed me by with no sexual adventure whatsoever. And and so in second puberty, I was like, oh my God, this is my chance to like prove I'm a sexually liberated woman. This is my chance to prove I'm independent. Like I'm not dependent on my boyfriends. I need to find an Argentinian guy to have sex with. (laughs) (laughs) Just just to prove it, like, I could do it. And so I was kind of, like, on the hunt constantly. Um, But because this was my second puberty, I was really awkward and, like, didn't know what to do. And so there were all kinds of failed attempts, like, making out with this boy and then freaking out and running away. And then this other boy who I was like, I think he's interested in me. But then he hooked up with my friend's sister. And that was disappointing. Uh, (laughs) Uh, and then there was, like, another guy, and I, like, rode on his motorcycle, and he said, come to my house, and I was like, okay, but then my travel plans changed.
0: Um, so,
1: so it didn't work out, and, um, you know, I was, I was lucky enough to be traveling for a total of six months, but, you know, there was the three months of being in this open relationship, and nothing had happened, and it was the last two weeks of the trip, nothing had still happened, I was, like, pretty much giving up, and, ready to say, you know what, I'll just go for a different goal. Like, I'll ride a horse. Like, <laughs> that will be my goal. <laughs> so um, so to that purpose, I went woofing, which is willing workers on organic farms. And I made sure to find one that had horses. Um, and it was, <laughs> it was out in the middle of nowhere. It was like eight miles from the nearest town. It was this ranch. It was run by this woman named Virginia, who ran it all alone. <laughs> <laughs> going where you think it's going.
0: <laughs> but, um, so she
1: was like a very like stern and kind of uptight woman. For breakfast, she would just have mate and like two cookies every morning. <laughs> and she she ran this place. It was like part tourist place part cattle ranch Um, and so my job was to like clean the hostel and like help prepare for new guests and eventually I became like a translator for guests because weirdly I spoke more Spanish than any of the guests who came which was bad because I spoke not that good Spanish but that was actually the key to achieving that goal of riding a horse, which is that these British tourists came, they spoke zero Spanish, and they wanted to go on a horseback ride, which cost money, and I was like, well, I could translate, so I should come on a horse too. And, <laughs> and they were like, oh yeah, good point, yeah, you should do that. And so the only other person who like, worked there full time was this ranch hand named Daniel, which is like Daniel, but Spanish. And, um, <laughs> And Daniel um, was a 42-year-old man, um, like, short, bristly black hair, like, sharp lines on his cheeks and, like, worn face. Like, he had been a ranch hand all his life. He told me, like, yeah, I used to do 1,000 cattle drives, and it was just me and this one other guy. We did a 1,000 cattle. um all that. got. <laughs> um, but he... I started to, like, get these vibes from him that made me really uncomfortable. Like, um, when I was taking those British people on their horseback riding tour, he was like, yeah, I didn't sleep well last night. And I was like, oh, why not? he's like, I was thinking of you. (laughs) Which made me really uncomfortable. (laughs) Um, And so I just said nothing to him after that. But, eventually, there was the situation that came up where Virginia was like, no tourists are staying for these next few days, like, I'm going to go on vacation, and like, you and Danielle can stay here. And I was like, I feel really nervous about that. He's already told me that he's had sex with previous woofers, like, you're going to be gone, we're eight miles from the nearest town. I didn't actually say any of this to her, but I felt a lot of fear about it, but didn't say anything. And... It was, like, the night before she was going to leave or something, and I was just like, oh, my God, like, this is really uncomfortable already. I don't think I can handle being alone out here with this older man who, like, has these expectations. But then, so, like, I saw Danielle watching Dishes, and I'm like, wow, his forearms are really strong-looking. <laughs> 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 wow, I think, I wonder if all this fear is actually... Inheld sexual attraction, Um, and it was kind of true, like suddenly my mind just flipped, and I was like, wow, he's really good looking, I saw him ride a horse, and it was like, whoa, you are hot, you're like wearing a denim jacket, and denim jeans, and you're like riding after these cattle, Um, that's really cool, so um, Virginia leaves, it's like just me and Danielle and like this one other ranch hand who's like there part time, <laughs> he like, you know, takes off. Um, and I, in, in keeping with the theme of like second puberty, I'm like kind of planning it a little bit, like how to lose my casual sex virginity, and I'm like, okay, you know, okay, she's left and I'm probably going to leave soon, so like there won't be that much awkward encounter after this, and here's this box of white wine that I'm going to drink a lot of. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I, like, drink some of the wine, but, like, has no effect, because it's from box. Um, and, (laughs) um, and so me and Danielle, like, (laughs) we go back to this, like, shack that's kind of behind where the ranch hands and woofers sleep, and it's, like, this, like, weird house. I'm not sure why it's there. It's apparently no one lives there, but it has, like, some kitchenware and a bed, (laughs) <laughs> and um, and we laid down take off our clothes and I have like a little bit of a panic I'm like oh my god wait what am I doing I can't do this I just can't lose my virginity this way or something um, my second virginity um, <laughs> and so I like I stop and I'm like tengo vergüenza I have shame and he's like no 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 don't be ashamed I respect you I respect you this is all he speaks only Spanish Again, limited Spanish knowledge as a barrier, but he's like, "I respect you," but like his hand stayed on my body, and so suddenly, again, with this sudden reversal, suddenly I was like, "Wait, no, I actually really want this. We should, we should, we should do this." And so we do, and I remember having this really distinct thought because up until that point, I'd only slept with one man. I'm like, "Wow, everything that I do that the other guy liked, he likes too." This is, this is crazy and groundbreaking.
0: <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> the, the other, like, distinct impression that I have is I remember um, kissing him on the lips, which he did, like, only once, um, and it was, like, kissing dry leaves, and I just have this, like, very distinct, it's, like, very parchment-y face. I found it really interesting, the, like, translation issues of, like, I already came. You should come. Like, I, I must have sounded like a robot because I'm, like, I'm like trying to remember my conjugation. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, so, like, afterwards, I had, the, I had the feeling of relief of, like, okay, I did it. It's over. He went and took a shower. I was, like, I could do that again. And I'm, like, nope, I'm going to sleep. Check, check mark, um, and that was pretty much that. But you know, I feel like in some ways I've changed a lot since that experience, and in other ways I haven't really changed at all. But it's very gratifying to me to have, in some sense, like taken this piece of Argentina with me. You know, like <laughs> I I slept with a cowboy. He's like Argentinian cowboy. That is a core piece of the culture. (laughs) I'm really glad I experienced that as a way to lose my second virginity.
0: True Story is produced by Kevin Townsend, Daniel Steinbach, Xandra Clark, and me, Will Rogers. Our theme music is by Daniel Steinbach, and you also heard some music by Poddington Bear. Special thanks to our Patreon supporter and executive producer, John Hogan. John Hogan, you are awesome. If anyone wants to join John and support the creation of this podcast, head to truestorytime.org love. Coming up next on True Story. Hey guys, I was wondering if anyone wanted to get together later this week for dinner to talk about Jesus. Alright, peace. <laughs> I was, I was scared. Once again, if you want to get a link when the game is available to pre-order, head to truestorygame.com. Everyone, I hardly know you. But when something comes and grabs a hold, take the hands that open up. A life that's led is something gold I've been alone